Good afternoon. Good morning. This is Brady Schwab. I want to uh, welcome you to the Entheos Audiology Cooperative podcast. Uh, and this month, uh, the topic is automated marketing. And I'd like to welcome in, as always, Justin Sheehan from Crown Jewel Marketing in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Justin, how are you today? I am great. It's a beautiful fall day in Fort Wayne. And today's topic, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun one. Good, good. Well, um, I, I think there's a, there's a, a lot of suspicion about what marketing automation is, uh, and uh, we certainly want to uncover that as well as what it isn't. So um, why don't we, we start with kind of a definition? How would you define marketing automation? Well, marketing automation or marketing in general, it's, it's this big thing. Um, or it, it, it can seem, let me, let me rephrase that, it can seem like this, this big thing. Uh, but as, as uh, one website put, puts it, marketing automation provides the opportunity to send the right message to the right person at the right time, and this is the key word, in a way that's scalable. And in a way, in, in a way that uh, you can do it and, and do it without thinking. Um, so I, I want you to think about um, the marketers and, and uh, office people uh, on this podcast. I want you to think about all the marketing activities that you do. Uh, database marketing, letters, postcards, uh, maybe you have MailChimp or Constant Contact, you send out um, weekly or monthly or quarterly email blasts, maybe you send out newsletters, maybe you're doing social media marketing. Uh, but the key is, you have you, someone has to press send. Someone has to um, create the content, create the story, uh, make it look nice and press send. And as I, I understand and see in many practices, uh, marketing can be the last thing on our to-do list. And, and many times we don't get to it. Many times we, we don't get to that database mailer or don't get to that personalized thank you letter or that email blast. And, 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 but many times we do. But even when we do, it's still a lot of work. And, it's, and we're not sure if it's, if it's hitting uh, or, or if it's speaking uh, to our potential patients or our current patients. Uh, so what marketing automation allows us to do is, is number one, it, it increases our capacity. It allows us to do um, all these different marketing activities from database marketing to nurturing to lead generation to email marketing. And it does it in an automated way that where we're still, we still have to put in the upfront work to create the messages, but then it's, it's a system or, or in many cases it's software that will automatically send uh, those messages and those marketing pieces out in an automated way that to the end, and, and this is key, to the end customer, it seems personalized. It seems like it, this is sent, this, the, the, again, the right message is to the right person in the right time. So for them, it's at the right time. And for us, the system takes care of configuring and, and figuring out when those marketing pieces or, or this marketing campaign or whatever it is is sent out. So it increases our capacity, it does marketing activity, and in the end, it, it reaches the right people in the right time. So ultimately, it's it's just marketing. That's that's really all it is, um, as you kind of describe it. Um, and I, I think, you know, you, you, you hit on one of the common misconceptions is this personalization versus non-personalization. And I, I, I you know, I think that bears some discussion as well. But I think you you um, also hit on on one of the the other challenges that we have in our in our practices and everyday life is that 
you know, marketing is best done when it's, when it's a planned uh, behavior and a planned process. And we so often get stuck in uh, a cycle of being reactive marketers. And um, we, we, we only really think about it when the phone has stopped ringing or our, our schedule starts getting thin. And it, it sounds like the, the marketing automation can be a, a great ongoing pipeline functional process that that doesn't require us to to maybe attend to it in quite the same way. Yes, and you hit it right on the head. All marketing automation is, it's marketing, but it's marketing in a better, more efficient, and in my opinion, a more personalized way. And it's something where we're not taking it out of your hands. We're not taking the marketing, uh, or, or marketing automation as a principle is not taking it out of the marketer's hands. It's actually, you're actually still very much in charge of the marketing, but you're allowing a system to take over of those reoccurring tasks. One of my favorite words in the English dictionary is propinquity. And I use this in our first podcast, but all that, all it means is closeness. And that's what marketing is. We want to build closeness. We want to build top of mind uh, for our potential customers or even our current customers when they think about when they need hearing aid services, or when they need hearing healthcare, they think of your practice, and that's all propinquity is. And what marketing automation allows you to do is, is build all those touch points automatically. So I think about a, a typical marketing process. If Pretend I'm a patient of yours, um, and maybe um, I'm someone that, that is a current patient, and I'm, I'm almost due for um, a new, new hearing aids. It's been three to five years. Um, I'll get a reminder. Uh, maybe I'll get a phone call. Uh, maybe I'll get uh, an email or I'm on your email blast list or email newsletter list and I get an email every single month that has sort of general content, but it's not personalized to me. So there's all these different activities that you're doing from the phone calls. You know, I get I get a note or a letter in the mail saying, hey, maybe it's time to get your, uh, you know, get uh, a new check, uh, a checkup or uh, new hearing aids. Um, what marketing automation does is automates all those tasks. So that same activity is happening, those same touch points are happening, and then some, and more. So you have that, you have that element where it's, more of it's happening, and then it's more personalized. The, the big, one of the biggest misconceptions with, with marketing automation is, oh, you know, we're, we're, uh, this, the automated word, or when people think of automatic, they think we lose personalization. But it's not true. And here's, here's a clear example. Let's say, you have, let's say you use MailChimp or Content Contact and you send out a, a monthly newsletter out to your whole database or your whole list. Or, or, let's, or even let's, let's think about a postcard that we send out to our whole list and database. Well, our current process is basically a shotgun marketing approach where we're sending one general message to everybody. And sometimes it hits, sometimes uh, it converts, but many times it doesn't, and many times it costs a lot of money and it doesn't work. What marketing automation allows us to do is me as a individual patient or individual group or category can get a customized message that you as the marketer or, or, or marketing company or whoever's on staff can create, but I'm getting that message at the right time when I need it. So I'm getting that email or I'm getting that customized postcard or that customized letter when I need it. So the process, much of the process, uh, it, it, the marketing is the same, but it's, it's actually, it's very much different. Um, it's not the same. Um, the marketing is very much different. And the, I'm like, it's the same, but different. It's like, no, no, that, that doesn't make sense. That, that doesn't work in, uh, yes, propinquity. That's what, that's all I'm going to say. Um, the, the, 
the touch points in a way are the same is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But the personalization, the messages are different. And l- let's say I, I'm, I'm a, a prospect. The message that a prospect should receive is much different than the message that a, a, a current customer or current patient should receive. They should be customized. Our needs are different. Our, our, you know, if, I'm, if I'm a new prospect or if I'm someone that hasn't had my hearing checked, I have different concerns. I have different um, challenges um, than someone that has, has been checked, has hearing aids, has their hearing back. So we have to customize our messages. And as you know, marketers, that's, that's a lot of work. That takes time and, and to do it well. And to, to send out the messages, to press send, physically press send every single time, it's, it's nearly impossible. And all marketing automation allows you to do is, is, do, is still create those messages, still be in charge of your marketing, but allow a system to, to have the mundane task of, of uh, uh, clicking send. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, as you kind of describe it, you know, we, we have this reactive marketing nature for the, the first piece. Um, and, and that doesn't, doesn't even really allow us to get into any sort of, um, you know, uh, follow up or, or counter response or anything like that. So I, I think, you know, one of the, the other really sophistications that can come from this is not just the automation, but, but the, uh, a more, complete process and almost like a decision tree. Whereas you, you send out one piece of information and um, if someone responds to it in some way where, you know, either they go to a website or they call or, you know, they have some, some sort of response to that, um, they get handled with a follow-up communication one way. And somebody who doesn't respond might get, um, you know, a, another follow-on piece or, um, you know, be, be triggered into some other sort of communication where, you know, we can really b- build kind of this matrix of, of communications and follow-on so that, um, you know, we can really start to segment our population. And, and I think it's, it's it, it, you know, the state of the art in, in the industry has not allowed us to do much segmentation of our, of our, our database. And, um, you know, if you look at other industries, other businesses, they do a lot of that. And, um, you know, they do it because it's effective in terms of deciding what kind of communication, when, and, um, you know, what, what kind of information they want to share. So um, if, if we can identify people beyond just the age of their hearing devices, um, but really, you know, whether it's the, the, their readiness for new devices or the type of technology or even just um, healthcare updates. Um, I, I think that that process really, it, there, there's a lot of opportunity for us to have an ongoing personalized conversation with somebody rather than just a one-off. Now, if we send a, a, an upgrade letter, we really don't know what happens to it. If unless they call us, we don't know if they ever even received it, much less opened it, read it, and and considered it. Yep. Yeah, and this is this is the part of marketing automation that really excites me. Um, th- this is the part uh, or the opportunity with marketing automation that can can really make your practice stand out. Brady, are you still there? I am. Okay. Okay. I thought I lost you for a second. Um, if you look in the show notes and I'll include this in the show notes, you, you'll see just a, what it looks, it looks like a graph, but it's really, think of it more like a flow chart and think of it, uh, in this graph, I'll, I'll sh- picture a patient or picture a customer in any business 
And there, there's this idea in marketing automation of if this, then that. As you know, as a marketer, uh, when I receive that first piece or that third piece or that or that fifth piece, uh, I'm either um, I'm not necessarily ready to buy. Um, I, I sometimes I need more nurtured, or sometimes I need more information, or sometimes I don't see the problem uh, or, or the challenge, uh, maybe like I should. Um, so, what marketing automation allows us to do is, if I'm not ready to buy, well. Maybe I don't click on that email, or maybe I don't open that email, or I don't. Um, uh, you know, th- th- there's there's processes and analytics that the system will automatically recognize whatever system you use, and it'll put me in a funnel in a, a in a flow chart for people like me that maybe aren't ready to buy, but maybe I'm ready to buy by the seventh piece I receive. The system allows you to uh, the system automatically determines that. Mm-hmm. So we really have a much more sophisticated level of communication and conversation going on. We we really are are able to, um, you know, to to a level of of granularity, figure out how uh, you know how people want to be engaged and and um, provide them the right information. And as you said, the right information, the the right mode at the right time. Um, and and I think that's. That's really exciting, and the the fact that we can do it, um, you know, maybe it's it's certainly some some upfront planning and, and thinking about this process. But um, once once we we start that, um, it, it really run, runs itself and makes sure that that we don't lose contact with our with our patients. So um, if if we talk a little bit about the implications for, for a practice, um, you know, obviously the implications for the, the practice at large is, is an ongoing uh, marketing messaging to existing patients or, or nurturing um, future patients. What does it mean for, for some, some of the other staff in the, in the practice? Well, so, so two things. Overall in the practice, um, I, I think marketing automation is a frontier that um, – Maybe I'm wrong, but this industry hasn't uh, fully adopted. Um, I, this this has been um, out there, I guess is the word, for, for years. And, and some industries have adopted it fully. And, and even look at your own inboxes and look at some of the emails you receive from these big brands or even, even smaller brands. Uh, you may not know it, but you're probably in a marketing automation funnel right now. You're, you're in some sort of workflow and and that's the whole point of marketing automation. You don't the end customer, the end user doesn't doesn't feel like they're being automated on, if I could say it that way. Um, so it's exciting for this industry and for practices because your competitor down the street is probably not doing this because they probably don't even know what this is. Uh, this is not on their radar. So the opportunity for practices from a business perspective, and 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 really in the end. Marketing is connecting the right people with the right organizations. Uh, what we want to do with marketing automation or marketing in general is connect the right patients with your business so you can help more people. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme, but it, it's a way that t- to help the practice overall. Now, for the staff, um, for the staff this, this can mean a whole lot. Um, going back to the, the a big misconception is personalization. With a system like this that takes care of the mundane tasks of sending and takes care of analytics and takes care of tasks that are repeatable uh, in marketing, 
This allows you as a marketer or as someone answering phones or telemarketers or, or front office staff to really have that high touch point of personalization with people in the office or, or making personal phone calls. Um, this, this really increases your capacity because then because the marketing automation system is, is taking over some of those mundane responsibilities, it allows you to be free to do things that are more valuable for your patient and for the business. So there, there are so many benefits for the practice, but think of some of those marketing tasks again, that get left off and, and, and what are ways marketing automation can take over those tasks so you can focus more on the patient. Yeah, I, and and you know, I I beat this drum quite a lot. Is that you know, quality is is really a, a a function of how you at what level you perform, but it it's really a function of what level you consistently perform. And um, you know, consistent marketing is difficult. It, it does take um, a, a lot of work and a lot of interaction. And if we can plan this out and really spend some time thinking about you know what what buckets we want to. Um, kind of consider in terms of communication or, or patient segmentation, um, what messages we want to put out there and, and kind of a process. It can, can make this so much easier, so much more consistent and, and really allow for um, the entire team to be aware of what's going on um, but without having to be intimately involved um, and, and really focus on those, those high touch uh, in person, um, you know, follow on messaging, all those sorts of things. So I, I think um, you know, this, this really has to happen, um, in, in terms of finding more ways to be more efficient in what we do, um, find ways to be more effective and, and to, to, uh, allow, um, some of the, the cognitive overhead or the, the focus to return back to, um, what we do with the patients in the office. So, um, I, I think it's really incredible. And we do, I, I honestly believe I'm going to echo what you said that we, we have a first mover opportunity here to do something that uh, is valuable, but, but still do it in a way that is reflective of, of the, the individual practice brand and type of uh, practitioner that, that, um, that we really believe in. So it, it's really exciting. Um, in, in terms of kind of putting this into play, um, you know, we, we have a lot of different systems in, in the industry, whether it's um, CRM or marketing systems, but how would you recommend somebody kind of, um, you know, uh, take, take, a, take a look at this process and, and put it into, into play and, and get it up and running? So first of all, with marketing automation or, or any marketing, we, we always need to start with a plan. And... I'm not talking this big 20, 25 page SWOT analysis, crazy thing that we don't have time to develop. I want you to think about right now, just some of those marketing tasks that you're doing right now, whether it's birthday cards, whether um, it's, it's sending those uh, newsletter emails, whether it's, it's reaching out to people that are tested but not sold. Think about those, those activities and let's start there. Um, now, with, with any plan, you want to have, um, you know, goals, you want to have uh, points of measure, you know, I, I, wanna ha- I want to reach this many customers. I mean, you, you have to have all of that. But I'm, I'm thinking practically for marketing automation, think about um, those, those tasks that you could automate. And, and let's start there. It, because this marketing automation is something, it doesn't have to be this big thing at first. It doesn't have to, 
in a way, take over all of your marketing. You can start small. You can start with maybe the, just the reminders uh, for an appointment. You could start with maybe just sending a, a, a small marketing campaign or doing the birthday cards or doing things like that just to see how the system works and see if this is a fit for your practice. And then you can continue growing, 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 growing it. It's, it's, it's not something where you have to, it's not cold turkey. I have to change our strategy and direction. But that, that would be the first thing I would do is, is just think about those tasks that you do repeatedly for marketing and look at those tasks, write them down and, and even write down like almost like a sequence. Uh, so if, if I send birthday cards, you know, on, on, their, on, on this date or, or if I send them at the beginning of each month or if I send them on their actual date, write that down, write down things that you do and then see if that can be something used in marketing automation. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I think as as that starts to to develop, you can start to um, create some some um, calls to action. Whether it's you know, write us a review, or um, give us a call and schedule an appointment, or um, you know, come in for your free pack of batteries for your birthday. Th- those those kinds of things where we can start to uh, c- connect the dots between the the marketing and some response on the on behalf of of our our patient and. It doesn't always have to be that they they come and buy hearing devices. It's you know how are we engaging them and how are they uh, reacting and and what are some other ways that we can provide value um, in in terms of mm-hmm. you know keeping them in the loop with the developments of hearing healthcare. I think that is a a critical component of why people come to us and what will will keep them keep them sticky. How 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 do we keep them in the fold? How do we how do they know that we continue to be their hearing healthcare provider uh, when they're in the office and when they aren't. So um, I, I think that's great advice. And, um, you know, for anybody interested, we, we you know, have, uh, you know, there, there are many vendors out there that are doing this. Um, you know, some really generally, some um, really kind of taking, taking shape in the hearing healthcare field. And, um, you know, if anybody has any questions, we'd love to, to connect folks with, with some of our preferred vendors and, um, help them even get started um, as a part of uh, the the entire program in Theos. But um, you know, I think it, just to kind of start to wrap it up, I, I think this holds great promise, and you know, ideally uh, takes takes less work off of um, the entire staff and and allows allows everybody to kind of focus on what they do best. Um, any any other thoughts? Kind of wrapping up, Justin. Yeah, I, I think just to summarize and echo, um, marketing automation, it's something that's going to, in the end, make your life easier. It's, it's going to help the practice. Uh, and you're going to be able to reach uh, prospects and patients at a much deeper level, at a much more, at a much more consistent level. And um, it, it, I, th- I think it's something that you should um, seriously consider if you're not doing it. it Again, it's something that's been proven uh, in this industry and in other industries, and, and I think, as as Brady said, uh, this we could be first to market for this. We could uh, be pioneers doing this. Uh, you can be pioneers doing this, and it, it'll help your practice. Well, and as uh, I believe Ben Franklin said, the best way to predict the future is to create it, and um, that's what we're hoping to do. Uh, within within Entheos, with everything that we do, and this is um, yet yet another aspect of it. So, 
Um, I'd like to thank you, Justin, for um, joining me as always. Uh, it was uh, in insightful. You worked propinquity in. Um, so, you know. That, That's uh, my goal for every podcast. <laughs> I, I'm going to bring it up no matter what. I think you're batting a thousand so far. I think you worked it in weirdly last time. I'm not, I'm, I kind of came in the side door, but. It was like a footnote, like at the end. I just, I just whispered it. <laughs> just right at the end. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I've been your host, Brady Schwab with Entheos Audiology Cooperative. Um, as always, reach out to us. Uh, our contact information is in the show notes. And thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.